Hi, I'm Chris Hanley. That's my, this is my voice. I talk like this. I'm a normal person. This is my uh, first episode of a podcast idea I had called Halloween Hangover. It's a podcast about spooky stuff. Um, kind of about Halloween, but not really. Just about anything at all. And I talk to people who I know, or hopefully someday I don't know. And I talk to them about spooky stuff and Halloween Maybe creepy things or just fun things that have skeleton stickers on them. I'm going to introduce my friend, Chris Rice. <laughs> oh, hey, can I talk now? Yeah. Why do we know each other? Let's do that. Um, we're two guys <laughs> who spend way too much time together. That's how we know each other. Okay, what's the spookiest thing about me? About you? Yeah. Oh, man, where to start? Uh, you fall asleep with your eyes open sometimes. Yeah. That's pretty spooky. Only when we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. No, you do it while watching movies too. I'll talk I'll talk what? to you for a solid half an hour and you'll be asleep during a movie with your eyes open. And I, I won't realize tell. it for a long time. <laughs> it's very creepy. I've literally had entire conversations with you about movies before I realized you were asleep. That says a lot about you too if you're having <laughs> conversations with someone who's not responding. <laughs> Spookiest thing about you is I didn't know this was gonna be a thing. <laughs> Dude, this is all good. <laughs> I'm happy future guests <laughs> listen to this episode. No, Haley's gonna say something <laughs> spooky <laughs> about you. Yeah, the police are gonna listen to this episode. <laughs> um, probably uh, the amount of time when you were the DM, you devoted to creating that weird world. World that was like. Spooky. It was a fun world, but it was like we spent a lot of time making maps or something that we never even got to go to. <laughs> you think it's spooky <laughs> that I put a lot of time into our Dungeons and Dragons game? Okay, let me try another thing. <laughs> oh, okay, you do. Okay, so a lot of things that you think are about spooky about you are. I was going to say, like, your fadeaway or some basketball thing, because that's, like, the only thing that differentiates you from me. Do you think – are you trying to start the term spooky as meaning a good basketball shot? Like, you got a really spooky jumper, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that Dr. J had the spookiest shot. It's just the spookiest shot. But we do, like, occult stuff a lot. That's I was going to say, like, anything I was going to say about you, you we both, like – we. We like them at varying differences, but... Yeah. Well, I think the thing you want me to talk about has, was, yeah. has a lot to do with the two of us as people. The story of me getting into it. Yeah. So, how, so, so for this episode, we're going to talk about Satanism. How Rice got into it, and how now I'm kind of into it. But let's so rice. <laughs> let's let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Like, what did you think Satan was was before you thought Satan was something? Oh, well, I mean, I always knew it was just some like weird guys. Levian Satanism in particular was just some weird dudes hangout club. I thought he was more Aleister Crowley than he actually is. I had friends who were really into Aleister Crowley in high school, and I never got into that. See, I had no idea what it weird was. Weird stuff. I had no idea what it was. I, so, 
when like when kids who would sit at the lunch table with me in high school who had um who had who struggled with classwork and stuff so I listened to heavy metal music um <laughs> that's when the, that's the only thing I could think of but they like Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne and I also like classic rock um but <laughs> they would wear black t-shirts a lot and those guys, those musicians, not the about my uh, fellow classmates, mm-hmm. would talk about. They say, "Hail Satan!" or um, Satan, Satan <laughs> you know all those things in the '80s about the record going backwards and the Satanic Panic. Yeah. So I thought when someone said they're a Satanist. They were like, I'm connecting to Satan. Like, like they, like, from being someone who was always skeptical and an atheist, and like, guy who was like, loves science and Carl Sagan stuff. I was like, well, I, like, that's so cool that you like dark shit, man. But I just gave him like the devil fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, saying that you believe in Satan is saying that like religion is real. There's uh there's both. Anton LaVey kind of tried to have it both ways. Generally, people do not the 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 Catholicism or Christianity, or you know the the part of the where people say the devil when they say like hell Satan, they're not really talking about Satan. They're just like it's like a fun thing to say. They don't go. They don't pray to Satan. I think some do. Some do, but majority Satanists. Levey tried, kinda. But Levey was just a weird. Okay, so my misconception at the beginning was <laughs> that people that I didn't like Satanists because I was an atheist and I thought, well, you're saying God exists if you think Satan exists. Mm-hmm. I just had the whole thing of believing in a deity. This is this is a this, this is teenager use. I was like, guys, come on, <laughs> let's get it together. <laughs> we don't have to believe, but um. Yeah, so then you here, uh, let's I think this is the logical starting place for this story. Okay. Is that you were like, "Hey man, do you want to watch this documentary about this dude named Anton LaVey? We watched a documentary called Speak of the Devil." Don't be afraid. This is not a recruitment film for satanism. You're either a real satanist, a true satanist, or not. And if you are, you were born day. Which is the punniest title of all time. Because <laughs> about a church figure, about a religious figure speaking of the devil. Anton LaVey <laughs> is a pun he's basically a dad. <laughs> like people like growing up, like the, the rare glimpses I saw Anton LaVey, or like any any time I saw Anton LaVey, I was like, Holy shit. And then you the more you weed into him, you're like, yeah. that's just some dad that wants to have a really silly thing going on. Well, he's like he's like what internet commenters would be back in the 60s before the internet existed. Yeah, no, he's just he like, like some He weird was dude. into super weird stuff, and he just did all of it. Anything he was like, he raised big cats for a while. Yeah, and so, he, he was, so he started out, he was like a... Uh, he ran away and joined the circus when he was 16. As a, a pipe organ player, stuff. And, and then mm-hmm. he bought a tiger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everyone was into that. <laughs> yeah, he kind of just did whatever he wanted, and he also made up lots of stories about his life. Like 
He claims he dated Marilyn Monroe when he was playing pipe organ in nightclubs, and he also claims that he was a psychic investigator for the San Francisco Police Department, even though there's no record whatsoever that he ever worked for the San Francisco Police Department. I could. Can you imagine (laughs) those kids? He's so high. All those police officers. Didn't Friday work for San Francisco? Or is he L.A.? Friday from um, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Dragnet? Yeah, that guy. I've, I've I think he was L.A. Okay. I've watched one episode of Dragnet. Oh, you got to watch that. That show's great. Okay. We got to say, I think they had a Satanist in that in that show, and they did not. They looked at him kind of weird. Um, they had a hippie episode of Dragnet, and the hippie could not stop drawing on his face. That makes like, sense. That was this thing. He was like drug, like drugged out, and he's like, "Man, there's flowers everywhere," and he's painting his face. And then uh, Dan Aykroyd shows up. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd shows up, and a baby, Colin Hanks. No, Tom that's, Hanks. That's the movie. That's the movie. Um, so it turns out Satanism is not a kooky thing, or it is. It is a kooky thing. It's not. It isn't. It isn't. It's. It's not like a. It's not like the dark. It's not like the thing where babies go in blenders. No. People think, like, when you talk about Satanism, people go, babies in blenders? Like, But a fake baby in a blender, yeah, sure. Yeah, a fake baby in a blender. Like, Anton LaVey, during that doctor, he spends most of his time playing the organ, talking to mannequins in his basement. Yeah, he has a room full of mannequins. Sacrificial victim, a girl that was going to meet with sort of foul play, and we needed a, a replica of her. And... I had a store window mannequin that looked very much like the girl in the tableau that I was using, but it needed modification, so I added a little uh, plaster here and there. It's like a documentary done towards the later years of his life. It was definitely amazing. Yeah. But through that, I was like, hey, man, all right, he's a silly dude. And that's when I I, I, I didn't investigate anymore, but then yeah. he kept going. Yeah. I bought his. I bought the book, the Satanic Bible, the the big book. And what did, what did you learn from that? Um, that he likes Ayn Randian philosophy, but also so like what's the the Satan philosophy is to serve yourself. There are two different kind of like main uh your, the Ten Commandments of Satanism. There's one that's in the Satanic Bible. It's called the Nine Satanic statements do you just want to go through them yeah let's do it okay number one satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence so he's okay. kind of he's kind of like number one if you like doing something do it man do do stuff yeah don't, don't feel bad yeah number two satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams what does that mean i, th- I think what he means by that is Satanism is kind of all about, like, you're just supposed to enjoy living life. Like, having a life and living it. Vital so instead ex- of, yeah. It, what was it? Vital? Vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. So instead of being like, I, I'm not going to have sex because I might f- go to heaven someday. You'd be like, no, if two people want to have sex with one another, you got to live your life, man. There's no spiritual yeah, thing yeah. happening at yeah. the end. Okay. Like, to that, like, for some reason I was thinking about, like, a surfer. 
being happy with like small waves and not trying to get all <laughs> not go over those like that big wave that's never gonna come like, the end of point break wave yeah that end of point break like look at it johnny look at it this is a once in a lifetime opportunity man just let me go out there let me get one wave before you take me one wave I mean, where am i gonna go man cliffs on both sides i'm not gonna paddle to new zealand My whole life has been about this moment, Johnny. Come on, compadre. Dude, you gotta live with that vital, like, vital ways, man. Not <laughs> spiritual pipe dreams. Well, I guess pipe, like, as a new like surfer pipe. I like that you're like the existence of a surfer is just about waves, man. It's about those vital waves. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Do you want number three? Yeah, dude. Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Was that so? Like undefiled? So you're like, oh, okay, I've lived life. I know from. I know my things. I know. Levay's big thing too was he thought he thought Christianity was a very hypocritical religion. He claims because he would see people like hanging out at the circus freak show on Saturday nights and then going to church on Sunday. And he's like, people don't really, his big thing with Christianity, kind of the whole reason he made Satanism the way it was, is he was like, people are hypocrites. They just, they say they don't do all this stuff that they actually go out well, and do. You ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, know, you wear that mixed fiber, you eat that shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, man. <laughs> Gotta keep going. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. You don't love everyone. It's not a hippie religion. Okay, yeah. If someone's a jerk, treat them like they're a jerk. So like Donald Trump, like, yes. don't give up on that guy. Yes, like, give up on Donald Trump. That guy no more good. No, he don't. If he so doesn't have to be a part of your coexist bumper sticker, Donald Trump is off to the side of your coexist bumper sticker. Number five, Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Oh, whoa. All right. You know, that's not really my vibe. I like turning the cheek. <laughs> MLK, I talk about him a lot. MLK, no. <laughs> Just two white guys Just talking about white. Martin Luther King and it's Satanism in the same no, breath Martin as Luther one King another. Is all about turning the other cheek. Yeah, well, you and me are two humanist to truly be satanist in the in the forward of any copy of the satanic bible you're going to buy peter gilmore who's the current head of the church writes the forward and basically in the first paragraph he's like if you identify with humanism you're going to find like 50 percent of stuff in satanism that you think is cool and then 50 percent of stuff in satanism that you don't think is cool logic clearly dictates that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and that's you and me, basically. Yeah, because I don't like. I think one day I could own a leather jacket, but I just I don't have one, and I never have one. Yeah, I did have one. I had like a shitty like a dad's leather jacket for a while in high school. No, you met me. Remember, I was wearing that leather jacket. It was like oh, so yeah, shitty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you like had a brown leather jacket. Yeah, I wasn't a black leather jacket. It's like I'm not. I'm not some guy that goes. 
let's get him. And like the rest of the guys follow me. Like I'm not really <laughs> like I'm not really into revenge. Yeah, you're not a jet. Okay. Number six. Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Now, psychic oh, vampires awesome. psychic vampires is a term Anton LaVey uses a lot. Um, Responsibility for the responsible? Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear exactly what he says a psychic vampire is yes. from the Satanic Bible? This is Anton LaVey's words, not mine. Many people who walk the earth practice the fine art of making others feel responsible and even indebted to them without cause. Satanism observes these leeches in their true light. Psychic vampires are individuals who drain others of their vital energy. This type of person can be found in all avenues of society. They fill no useful purpose in our lives and are neither love objects nor true friends, yet we feel responsible to the psychic vampire without knowing why. So this, so is like like, a, this is like a big core tenet. If he mentions psychic vampires a lot in the Satanic Bible. So what's that thing? It's like, can you do me a salad? Like he doesn't like people that say that. Yes. He doesn't like people who just hang out. Yes. He doesn't like, like, why do we always hang out at Tony's house and have to bring food over to Tony's house? And Tony uses all of our games and we never play any of Tony's games. He doesn't like people who contribute nothing yet feel that they're deserving to be the one who gets everything. I feel like a lot of Fox News, a lot of people on both the hey guys, <laughs> a lot of people on both the sides of the boat, <laughs> the boats we rocking right now. Not all men. Not all men. All lives matter. All, li- all lives matter. <laughs> Men's rights. Hi, welcome to two white guys <laughs> explaining the world to you. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of. A lot of people. Do you want to get up on that microphone? A lot of people from both perspectives um, <laughs> will say something like, "Like, like me being liberal and stuff, go and say Republicans don't do shit," and then Republicans will be like, "Poor people don't do shit. Why do they deserve a refrigerator?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. We're both humanists. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Number seven? Yeah. Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those who walk on all fours, who because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development has become the most vicious animal of all. I think human consciousness is a tragic misstep in evolution. We became too self-aware. Nature created an aspect of nature separate from itself. We are creatures that should not exist. By natural law. Hmm, that sounds god fucking awful. I agree with that stuff. Yeah. I agree with that statement. It's like I think crows are smart, octopuses are smart, elephants are smart, <laughs> and dolphins are pretty smart. Um monkeys too, but people monkeys got a lot of cred for being smart. But um you know what? They don't be I'm gonna take the sand with you. Monkeys get too much credit for being smart. <laughs> monkeys get a lot of credit. I get it. Oh, you look like us. You know what? Crows are smart. Yeah. Elephants are smart. Elephants yeah. are aware of themselves. They look, put them in a mirror to be like, oh, yeah, well, that's me. Oh, man, my hair's messed up or something like that. Dolphins can talk to each other. When, Dolphin- was, when was the last time you saw a monkey say, okay, go over there to another monkey, and it did it, you know? Probably with hand gestures or something stupid. I don't know. We're the only people who take 
our intelligence and like burn shit. Mm-hmm. Cause mass extinctions. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight. <laughs> Satan represents all of these so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, and emotional gratification. You got your gluttony. Uh, you got your sloths. You got your doing drugs. Like I, my favorite thing about the Bible is that it was like written as like. This should got- be a segment on your podcast, by the way. My favorite thing about the Bible. Hey guys. <laughs> my favorite thing about the Bible. Hi everybody. Hey, everybody, washed their hands. Um, um, my favorite thing about the Bible is like. If you go back to the Bible and like the reason I think the Bible was written is because I think like one guy wrote it because he was just tired of his son hanging out in I don't think they had basements two thousand years ago in the desert probably not yeah but like in his desert like in that shed he it was like all right can you stop just eating with the weird variation of snack foods we have here in this time period. Like, stop eating it. Get a job. He's like, there's no book or anything that says, who's the boss of you, man? And he's like, oh, God told me to stop eating all that sweet cheese balls I've been working on. he said, which God? Which God? <laughs> the monotheistic God. Me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I created one God who's all powerful, so you can't disagree with me, all right? Get out of my house. That's it. That's what happened. Do you think Dad still said get out of my house a lot to kids, even back then? I think, I think the like the first caveman said, "Get out of my house!" to a teenage son at some point. No, no, like he was getting so tired of not being able to say that that he went outside and he built a house. He's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "You'll see." And he, he left the cave and he builds this house. And he's like, "Son, come in here." And he's like, "Whoa, Dad, what is this?" He goes, "Well, there's walls, there's a roof, and I build it with my own hands." And the son went, "Wow, that's awesome, Dad." He goes, "Yeah, guy." He built a house specifically to tell. Get out of my house! <laughs> I created this concept of home. Boy, so many con- concepts on top of concepts for that bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, <good> it's like a many-layered bean dip. Uh, you want it, you're, Listening to a joke of yours is like watching the movie Inception. you got to figure out which level of the dream you're in <laughs> to know what's well, my going joke, on. My jokes are a lot like <laughs> I, I said right, I said there. My jokes are a lot like a deep bean dip. You have to be a pretty strong chip to survive. <laughs> or else pieces of you will break <laughs> off inside <laughs> of it. Yeah, you're like, oh, darn. And then the next person's eating bean dip with an additional it gets chip. Gets a little bit of you in there. <laughs> That's a lot like Satanism. The strong chips eat the weaker <laughs> chips. Potato chips, Number nine. Satan has been the best friend of the church. Has been the best friend the church has ever had and has kept it in business all these years. Saying basically the only reason people believe yeah, yeah. in God is because they're afraid of the devil. Yeah, like our prison system here in america like (laughs) is that you had no point (laughs) you're like i'm gonna make a political statement here and then it never came and you thought i'll just mumble 
I think there's a lot of things that. That's you, how Donald Trump is running. Not to be the Donald Trump podcast we're turning into, but there's a lot of that going I think, on. I know. I think there's, yeah, there's a lot of things that you is the worst case scenario. Like, like all those like uh, scientists that talk about global warming. <laughs> he just did air quotes so everyone knows when he said scientists, we, but not global warming. Surprisingly, global warming. Yeah. <laughs> that is air quotes. <laughs> they should make a sound. We should have a language for podcasters to know when people are doing air quotes. Yeah, it should be like swish swash. Like glo- you have to go swish swash. No, 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 swish no. scientist swash. <laughs> so you, go, you go swish global warming swash. swash. <laughs> okay. Sleep in five years, Webster. <laughs> Doe Do got in there, so. So yeah, those are the those are the Ten Commandments of Satanism, basically. Only there's nine of them. Okay, so what do you think modern day Satan is? Well, there's a lot of different things. Well, this all led me to because around the same time I was doing all this was when the Oklahoma Baphomet statue was which is like first the coolest hitting thing. the news. And there's a new development tonight in the satanic group's fight to erect a monument to the devil at our state capitol. Once this monument to the Ten Commandments was erected on the grounds of the capitol, other groups said. They, too, had a right to place a monument on the public property. And live from our mobile newsroom tonight, we're getting our first look at the monument to Satan that's being proposed. News Channel 4's Courtney Francisco has been digging into it. She joins us live. Courtney? The statue will be a symbol of Satan as a goat. It's designed for children to sit on it, take pictures with it, and the group wants it to go right here outside the state capitol, right next to the Ten Commandments monument. Take a look. And that's the Satanic Temple. Who's doing that? They're yeah. they're a group out of New York City, and they're more humanist in their approach to Satanism, which has caused weird drama <laughs> it within the Satanist community. That's so cool. Um, hey man, I'm one of only three people to ever go to a Chicago Satanic Temple meeting before the death of the Chicago branch of the Satanic Temple. You're in you're in rarefied satanic company here. Go. Doesn't exist anymore, man. The chapter had left. Why couldn't they let us do it? Why couldn't we open one um Belmont in Chicago? <laughs> this is where we live. And, yeah, of course this is where I don't think there's anyone outside of as I don't think there's anyone I have not shook their shook their hands gonna listen to this, but so I mean when I say Belmont. Um sorry, I was just Talking about explaining myself. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Do you think people will have fun listening to you try to remember where you live? Is that your idea of entertainment? <laughs> no. A lot of this can get edited oh, it's, Hey, man, man. I'm just doing the good bits, man. We're just going to get the good bits in there. <laughs> I love this guy. He does his podcast. <laughs> he says this is about like spooky stuff, but he just tries to remember where he lives the whole time. Right, I'm so like, I'm, uh, okay, so I'm like Belmont, but like, 
You know, people, I shake their hands. <laughs> Were you trying to, like, figure out if it was okay to approximate where you live? Like, some weirdo might try to track you down? No, no. I, uh, I was thinking, like, why, why I said, you know, in, in Chicago, I'm Belmont. Like, but I was like, of course, like, people are going to know this in Chicago. Because, you know, people that start podcasts, mm-hmm. a lot of the listeners tend to be ten people. So your ten friends, my ten friends, will all know Belmont that. Street is a place in Chicago. That that's my good. That's me, man. <laughs> like I just, I'm fully aware of the weird world I live in, where I'm creating something for a limited thing. Yeah. So your podcast swish listeners swash. The podcast is very the nineties. Like amazingly, your friends. Yeah, the, the podcast is very like if fr- the TV show Friends existed today, mm-hmm. Joey would be dating a girl who, instead of like in the '90s, her doing a one man, one person show in New yeah. York, she would have Joey on the podcast. Right, know? and the only people who listen to the it, only people that just do it, are like the five people that would be at that one man show in the '90s are the <laughs> only people that listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, I can't wait to listen to your podcast network. Yeah, the this is all, everyone who listens to your podcast gets their own show on your network. Hey, if you listen to my podcast, you get your own show. <laughs> it's a Chris Adley problem. I, I, I'm gonna say, as first time people listen, yeah. you get to be a guest on this show. Just, <laughs> just yeah, just uh, here. I know just, how to when get... we when I have dinner with you at my parents' house because you're probably one of my family members. Just talk to me then. <laughs> I'll record it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'll record it on my phone. Yeah, so Satanism is is super cool, especially that that branch is. But like, I re- who's the guy who runs it? Well, the spokesperson is named Lucian Greaves. Lucian Greaves. Mm-hmm. And I watched you several videos with that, of that, and uh, like, I'm all about that guy. He's he's a he's a pretty cool dude. It seems like. Yeah, but you, it's hard to say that people people. I've heard other people complain about him. It's kind of one of the reasons. About him being a creep? Not him being a creep. Okay. Being a manipulator. But at, to, for me, it's kind of like, well, no, no duh. And he's place. and he like and he started his own weird like political action, like w- bizarre political action thing. Like, yeah, he's he's like people are like, yeah, he's Harvard educated guy. He went there for psychology. You don't think he's like manipulating people i'm like well who cares what do you care yeah, dude. <laughs> i mean you got to if you if you got if you can you know everybody does it but it also seems like so low stakes you know what i mean yeah like manipulating you to what i've given the guy ten dollars <laughs> like yeah. he's not draining me of my fortune or anything yeah the worst you know when you said i'm just like so worried of anyone i like you turning out to be a creep well, here's the. Do you want to hear the big controversy? Why the Chicago chapter head left and all these chapter what, what heads they said left? That, what did you say? Go ahead. There's a guy, Brian Wenger, I believe his name is. He's in a metal band called Vital Remains. And he's one of the original dark priests of we this. We look up like. I'm doing. Hold on. I'm sorry. I did air quotes, but I meant. I was squish dark <laughs> priest squish. Squash of the Satanic Temple. And uh, he left. Because th- he got in a fight with one of the female leaders of the church, who I think I know who it is, but I don't want to say 
just because I don't know for sure. And part of their fight, he doesn't. He he hasn't. Think anyone who's from us. If I put the title as Satanist, you think someone who is a Satanist would listen to this? I just don't. That guy's talking about stuff that that he doesn't know about. He has no idea about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm that one guy. (laughs) Wouldn't it? Don't you think it's better to play it safe, safe than sorry? I don't. Who cares? Okay. Anyways. He has a 10-minute video about why he left the church. At the very end of this video, he mentions a fight he got in with this person about whether or not it's okay to own a gun for for private safety, which, of course, he's an old-fashioned LeVayan Satanist, so he thinks owning a gun is a perfectly fine thing. And apparently this female leader of the church he got in a fight with claimed that there's no reason anyone should have to own a gun, which, as you know me, is certainly a physician (laughs) I agree with. But so all these people yeah, left. But I, I don't think I agree with you the gun thing. But I, it's, I hate when people connect two things. Like just because someone says you can't, like I don't know. Well, the other thing he claims is that they're all doing this for a documentary. That the whole satanic temple is like someone's art thing. Which again, my personal whoa. feeling on that is whoa. Who gives a crap, right? That'd be cool. Wouldn't it be cool? And so th- all these guys got mad. They're like, you guys are making a documentary, and that's why you're doing all these weird things like trying to put Baphomet statues where Ten Commandments are. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Uh, my favorite thing is about when we got to this very specific branch of Satanism. Yeah. That there was such limited uh, videos of Lucius. What's his name? Lucian Greaves. Well, he's not Lucian really Greaves. the leader, and he doesn't want to be. But no, I was. So I Google him and we watch a video of him on Mad Cow. <laughs> yeah, that the guy he's with—that's Brian Wanger, the guy who eventually left the church uh, on that Mad Cow video and convinced all these other chapter heads to leave with them. That Mad Cow's terrible, though. Well, any any interview with a Satanist is bad. There's lots of them, especially a people, now. A lot of people can be like judgy. Well, they always. They always pair them with someone who's like a true believer Christian, right? Like Mankow's a true believer, right? So he can't separate the fact that. Hey man, I don't really know what I respect you. I respect <laughs> you have an opinion, man, but uh, yeah, the stuff is not gonna fly. Do you, do you believe that there's a Satan? No, I don't believe in a personal Satan. Do you no. believe you just say you don't believe in a God either? No, no, no. See, I have come to believe that Lewis Black and. And Dawkins and all, and, and Bill Maher and all these heroes of the atheists. George Carlin. Uh, are, uh, Carlin was a buddy of mine. Are, um, you know, are believers and they want to destroy it. An agnostic doesn't know. An atheist believes and wants to destroy. If you don't believe it, why would you want to put a big devil statue up? Yeah. Well, they can't separate the Jesus, the Satan from the Bible from two guys just going like, yeah, man, Satan, rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> I like drums, circles, yeah. arrows, and triangles, and stars. They're like, there's only one Satan, and you're going to hell for worshiping him. My gosh, him. Satan is my dad yelling at me. Right, so you can't have like an actual discussion about what these people are doing with someone who's like, you're doing this to go to hell and hang out with the devil and surf on lakes of fire. You okay? Why do people like Howard Stern? <laughs> this is another segment on your podcast. <laughs> you can ask every guest. Why hey, guys, you... time to get those hands dirty. Um, why do people like Howard Stern? He's got um, he's he's got good comedic timing. He's he did something unique for his time. 
I, I kind of get like as a kid, I like I got like when I was in middle school, I was like you know a middle school kid, yeah, and I really liked Love Line, Mad Cow, and Howard Stern, yeah. But like I was thinking about it, and he introduced me to the word cellulite, <laughs> and like that, like it was such a weird thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, it means, like, it's, like, the f- the part of a person. We all know. It's cellulite. We've all, we've all seen the cover of a People magazine before. Yeah, well, people. But, like, judge people. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you're healing wounds with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have, like, no point, really. <laughs> Let's talk about Halloween. Trick or treat, trick or treat for Halloween. When the pumpkin shells have evil So, what's your opinion of Halloween? I don't like uh, it normally, which is, which is very weird because you're my best friend and it's your favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and it's a huge thing of contention for us every time Halloween comes around. I think you like Halloween in the sense where you you don't like dressing up, and you don't like you don't like anything that has to where people have to do something. Well, I don't like I don't like the social pressure of it. Let's yeah, say let's say this: you we throw Halloween parties pretty regularly. Yeah, dude. And when we throw a party, is that going to happen this year? Well, maybe we'll talk about it later. Oh God, off the air. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to keep this in, man. Please, once we're stopped broadcasting this to the world. Uh, I don't... I feel like when you're at doing someone else's party, you have a lot of pressure to have a good costume, right? Like, if you show up at somebody else's party in a lame costume, then everyone's like... That's, you're like everyone else. I went as Isaac Asimov for <laughs> Halloween once, and only one person at the party knew who I was, and everyone else seems so bummed that I came as a Halloween costume that nobody knew. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't go, I feel like if you don't go, it's something immediately recognizable. Eh. But when we throw parties, we're like, hey, guys, everyone do whatever. And do you know what people choose to do when you say do whatever? They don't wear a costume. And then you and me are like the only two guys at a party. That's not true. <laughs> wearing a costume. Last year, everybody wore a costume. But only like seven people showed up, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's based on our limited pool of friends. <laughs> that's because like, two dork faces. Uh, I hate most. I hate most holidays because of the same reasons. Where people have this notion where you have to. Be this thing for this thing. You have you have to do these set of rules yeah. and like fantastic four Fourth of July. <laughs> I'm insane. <laughs> for the Fourth of July, you know, you have to be super patriotic. Christmas, like you all this Christmas music and stuff, which we, I, I have no positive or negative thing. But like the St. Patrick's Day, I hate St. Patrick's Day. Like I hate people wearing green shirts. Like I can understand some why people hate wearing Halloween because if I pictured Halloween 
as like a day where everyone has to get drunk and wear green shirts and pretend to be some culture that they're not and have no understanding of what who cares about it. Like, I just hate everyone wearing green. But that is kind of what Halloween is to me. Like, here's uh, here's where I think a uh, difference between the two of us, why we're friends and why we also disagree on this thing, is that you're like, I like the creative aspect of Halloween, but I don't think there really is. I think if you're... You and me are two weirdos who value our dumb creativity, whatever. But uh, I feel like people don't really want a creative costume or decorations. I, I think what, what people want is they want whatever is immediately here's recognizable. The thing, here's the like, thing. My, my, they want you to be dressed like Angry Birds. My thing is, like, I like Halloween not for the mass reason. Like, the the mass is, like, because just a holiday is reason to do something. To get drunk. But the people that really like Halloween is because you get to be a weirdo. You get We're to be the always weir- a weirdo. We spend no, our no, lives... No, no, but, like, you get to be a weirdo, like, sh- like I could walk down... This, I could walk... Go for a walk, and I could look at someone's house, and they could have, like, a, their decorations up, which is basically... They could have, a, like, a baby in a coffin. Like, a dead baby in a coffin. And, like, a werewolf attacking it. And, like, like, like 11 months out of the year, that's, like, a normal person... And they're just like, yeah, I'm a normal person, but they are all, they are such a weirdo. Like, I think that uh, everyone is such a weirdo and a lot of people conform, conform, but the people that don't want to really respect the notion of like, okay, like for one like month or two, how crazy you are, or one day uh, for most people, you get to like talk about weird, like dark stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like like ghosts and death like death is a constant reminder it's the whole reason it exists and like you know you, you open doors and there's like kids dressed up as like monsters mm-hmm. and then you give them candy like that's amazing and but like the whole idea of people having to go someplace. I, I think there's a lot of unwilling people that just do things because they're like, well, there's so many freaking followers in the world that that they're going to ruin anything because like people like you who are like, I don't like this. And then there's people who are like, yeah, but Tina says you got to the work party. You got to dress up in a thing. You know? And mm-hmm. you have to go to the work Halloween party and everyone has to be... <laughs> Like some people are gonna be like the dentist. Right. Someone gonna wear a dentist mask and have a lion head. People are gonna walk around like that's gonna be the big thing this yeah. year, or um, Donald Trump or some like ir- like I iconic ironic ironic joke or iconic. I like how both where you have like a creative costume that actually means something. You like Isaac Asimov, which was really rad. Like, I think the same year your eyes got them off. I was like, oh, my uncle Carl Sagan. I went to a different party. I was like, you should come as I got them off with me. And you're like, no, <laughs> I had a terrible time. <laughs> then I went to a different party as Carl Sagan. Um, and like, but the cool thing about that is though, you said like, yeah, sure. I went to a party with 20 people. Three people knew who I was. Yeah. I had a pretty fun time talking to those three people. I dress like, dressing like a weirdo. You could pick out other weirdos, man. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, yeah. I'm, like, oh. Like, I'm pointing my finger right now at people. Who he, he's also been putting on clown makeup the entire time <laughs> he's been telling this story. He's in no, 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 almost just, full clown geared. Yeah, yeah, but I put my, like, I put an extra pair of eyes on my head. Like, 
<laughs> I got like six eyes like a spider now. It's very weird. <laughs> um, so weird. All right, let's be positive here. What's your favorite Halloween story? Like uh, the the your favorite thing that Halloween has happened to you? Oh boy, um, I don't know if I have. Like one. as a kid, like just not not I not like a positive sh- thing or like what's your like most memorable? I went I went trick or treating when I was too old to once. With, I was in a band Seventh in high school. Seventh grade? Oh, fuck. It was in high school. We were sophomores in high school, and we didn't wear costumes, and we just went door-to-door with guitars, and we'd ring the doorbell and go, hey, trick-or-treat. And then we, after like three houses, I was like, we got to go. <laughs> we can't do this. You can't do it anymore? No. Um, one time, our roommate got really drunk at a Halloween party, and- Almost jumped off the balcony. He didn't know. He got. We used to have a table next to our balcony. He stood up. It was so much worse than that. It was a dresser that I didn't want anymore. Uh, (laughs) It just sat outside for like two years. I I, I don't think anyone's going to listen to this, but I'm telling you about that stupid ass dresser we had. A A table trying to clean it up like we lived like normal people when we lived together. (laughs) A table. We had, uh, had, like, you know human things going on i i asked someone uh i asked someone do you who's like 32 who's my friend i'm like so oh do you have an apartment and he goes yeah two bedroom it's like oh cool and he goes yeah i got my by myself i'm like wait wait so do you have like an adult apartment (laughs) he was like yeah like it's so hard to have an apartment and to share it with roommates and have it be like one of those apartments you see on TV where you have it as like you have a place for your things, you know? Yeah. Well, an office is the dream, right? An to office. To have a home office. Like a place that's a coordination decorating. Yeah. And n- not dirty and like fun spots to go to. Yeah. It's hard to be productive in your home. when you and When it's not your home. Yeah. Like, this is my bedroom. This is where I sleep. I don't also want to do work here. This yeah. is my room where I watch TV. I also don't really want to do work here, you know? Uh, wh- Okay, what scares you? E- everything. Yeah, that's true. I'm an anxiety sufferer. <laughs> my I'm, favorite, my I'm, favorite, a hyp- I'm a hypochondriac. My favorite reason anxiety is when you were fostering that cool little husky called Rusty. Oh, my God, that's fun to say. That cool little husky called Rusty. Rusky. And, never mind. It was like a dental dam. <laughs> His name was Rusty. Dental dam. Dental, like a dental commercial. I'm sorry. A swish dental. Swash swish dam. Swish dental. Never mind. Um, <laughs> you you had your screen door open because of the summer, and you thought he was going to j- run and jump through the window. <laughs> Can I tell you something, though? What? He, the last day he was here, he did that. He He jumped up into the screen. It creaked. He stood right where it was, and then I closed it. Maybe and... it's a legit fear. <laughs> so, go screw what, what, So, what's your most legit fear, you think? What's my most legit fear? Yeah. Um, where do I start? 
Um, nuclear war, probably. Irrational fear. Uh, yeah. Um, that I have cancer at all given times. Anytime I cough or have any ache or pain. Can I tell you what something's going to happen? cancer. Yeah. You're probably going to get cancer at one point. And nuclear no. war probably won't happen. Heart disease is going to take me long before um, cancer ever gets here. Well, if you weren't such an American, mm-hmm. you'd probably get cancer before that. Um, or some other amazing disease. I think my most rational fear is just that uh, I'm a total weirdo and everybody knows it. <laughs> I think your most <laughs> rational fear yeah. is why are you afraid of that? What? We, do you know what society does to people they deem weirdos? I, I'm a total weirdo. I know. If, I'm like a weirder guy than you. If we're talking about the 50s. If you and me had existed in the 1950s, the instant either one of us shown signs of, of mental insanity... The instant either one of us had a panic attack, like we've both witnessed one another do, we would be in some weird mental institution. I think about that. I think about that a lot. Okay, a lot of people came back from war and they had post traumatic stress disorder, Mm -hmm. and they'd be like, "That guy's just, you know, he likes to drink." Like, but it's a moment you seek help is the time you're crazy. Like everyone had that, right? But people, people that didn't say anything about it were just, "Oh, that guy's an asshole," Mm -hmm. right? But people that saw things like that is fucking crazy. Lock him away. Like mental disabilities, mental like it's like craziness, like having a mental problem or mental issues. That uh, go away. The police have no place to hold disturbed people, but in jail, sometimes overnight, sometimes for much longer. <laughs> like you could live with a problem. Forever back in the old society, right? People would be like, okay, who cares? But the moment you go, I want to change myself, people are like, get away from us! Go in some closet somewhere. Right? I guess. Well, I don't know. All right. Uh, is, it, and, is there anything you want to say more? Um, boo. Boo? All right. All right, guys. That's been Halloween Hangover. Uh, probably do this again with somebody else. <laughs> you know, you're looking at her phone and sky thing. How's that? Well, once there was only dark. When you ask any lights went in.